So Di, how often do you hear men expressing how they actually really feel? Mm, never. Exactly. Whilst this is really commonplace conversation for women, it's just not so much for guys, is it? That's right. So on our podcast, Men Talking Frankly, we're going to explore a range of topics with our male guests. Mm. Deflection for them is not going to be an option. <laughs> we're going to deep dive whilst taking a light-hearted approach on a number of issues. Such as romance and dating disasters, which we've heard so many of, mm. insecurities, body image, and navigating female empowerment. Look out. Do you know, we're actually executive search specialists, so asking probing questions is really second nature to us. I'm Di Gillett. And I'm Tracy Whitaker. And from time to time, we're also going to call on renowned broadcaster George Denikin just to add a male voice on our side of the couch. Great. So join us on this and other episodes where we're going to explore insights from a male perspective. Welcome to today's podcast of Men Talking Frankly with myself, Tracy Whitaker, and my co-host, George Danikin. How are you, George? Good, Trace. Not too bad at all. Looking forward to catching up with our first guest. Mm, And interestingly, we're going to be talking about the art of conversation today. And uh, after being locked down for so long, I thought it might be quite appropriate to talk about conversation with Kev. Welcome, Kev. How are you doing? Good, good. And you? Uh, Not too bad, thanks. That's good. See, he he hasn't lost the art of communicating. He's going to have to, though, prove himself and find out whether he can speak frankly and because, and because for the last 18 months we've been texting and Zooming and having dinner dates online and champagne dates online <laughs> and trivia dates online, and I, I think that was fun for a while, wasn't it? But, you know, I, I don't know about you guys, but I'm um, over it. I'm over I don't it. know if it was ever fun. Yeah, it was just the- like it was different, and we we wanted to stay in touch, mm. and it was one way of doing it, I suppose. So you know, face to face socialization and the art of conversation might be a scary prospect for some going out on a date face to face. So we haven't been to the theatre or live concerts or even a party, and uh, and we in haven't fact, been allowed. No, I know, and in fact, Kev, you were telling me the other day on the phone that you're going to get back on the bandwagon. Well, I've had a very nice couple of years off. I um, split up in a relationship uh, just before COVID hit, uh, and it was a fast and furious relationship, uh, uh, quite interesting uh, for me. Um, and uh, when we split up, I realised that I'd been in top and tail relationships pretty much since the time I was 19, so that's decades. Um, sometimes there's very little break in between. Then COVID hit, and I just had a holiday. <laughs> it was lovely. I didn't speak to anybody. I didn't have to worry about relationships. Uh, I just took some time off and uh, had a holiday from relationships. Okay. Uh, Kevin, uh, there's almost too much information there. I mean, I'm starting to wonder. I'm going to take him back to 19. What was it like as a 19-year-old? Can you take me back? Well, it's out of control. You know, you, you have as a as a young bloke, you've got very little uh, social skills. Yeah. You're, you're walking around following your dick essentially. No discipline. <laughs> Uh, you, you try to. You think every, every 19 year old thinks they have some social skills, etc. Mm. 
But but your sex drive at that stage um, overrides any anybody <laughs> any ability to make uh, sensible decisions. Yeah. Uh, so mm. you know, and I don't think there's any surprise if, no. if any. I'm now in the position where I've got uh, adult children, um, oh, and, no. and I've I've been involved with the, the the footy team. I was manager of the under 14s, under 15s, etc. We we know what it's like. Um, young guys are mindless. Yes. You know, there, there, yeah. is, there is a very different culture. Um, I I uh, am, love live music. Uh, and oh, okay. As, and as a consequence, I go to a lot of uh, music festivals. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, and I'm generally older. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for instance, uh, I was going to go to a music festival on New Year's Eve that got cancelled at the last minute, so I thought, well, I'll go and check out this, this gig at the bowl that they had on the My Music Bowl, mm-hmm. uh, where, where I picked up COVID and it wiped me out for a week afterwards. Um <laughs> I was seriously older. Like I, I, I'm used to you being. Didn't pick up anything else there, though. No, no, no. no. I'm, I'm used to being old, older at a music festival. But I had people c- coming up to me congratulating me for still being alive at oh. this one. So I spoke to my daughter, who's in her late twenties, and I said, "I so I went to this gig at the Bowl. Um, were you going to go to that?" She goes, "Oh no, that's much too young a crowd for me." <laughs> so, so, so um, but when you go to these events. The kids are so much better behaved than yes, we were, and it's we it's, it's not mm. such an alcohol driven uh, mm. um, yep. culture these days, and that makes a big difference. Mm. You haven't got a bunch of drunk blokes uh, uh, roaming around the place; everything's a bit safer. Uh, that's interesting that you say that because I, I've um, watched a uh, great many uh, music events, and again, it depends on the age group and it depends on the music being played. Uh, the behaviour changes appreciably. Um, there are still remnants of the wild and woolly, uh, mindless uh, young men uh, that uh, you may have discovered in United when you were nineteen. Uh, and you're right; there are other music events where they're completely different. Uh, I'm crazy. Yeah. So it's interesting. Tell me, you, know, you, you have you been out on a date over the last two or three weeks, Kevin? And, and how does that conversation flow? You know, that face-to-face conversation flow. With okay, so I've, I've just got back onto dating sites for the first time in a decade, I reckon. And it's it's an interesting time. I'm now in my late fifties, and the dynamics of dating have changed enormously. Tell um, me more. Uh, so. As it so, turns out, I think I actually prefer the the um, uh, the company of women. Uh, I'm I'm over uh, expert middle aged white guys like myself as company. <laughs> I, I, I can't stand myself. And, and you and share with mates. someone too, don't you? Yeah, uh, so. I, I, I do. You know, um, but we as a white guy of our generation, we're raised to be experts on everything, uh, and as they get older, it just gets worse. So. Uh, <laughs> So I don't mind um, – I prefer the company of women. Women are far more better listeners, um, usually yes. more intelligent, uh, uh, yeah. more okay. human. Oh, thank you. More human. Mm, thank you. Uh, speaking in general, there are some exceptions to the rule. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, sides, I am you know. not. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, talking about dating and, 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 and – um, Getting ready for a date. A friend of mine actually said, uh, gave me a funny scenario the other day when he said uh, he'd been texting this woman for a few months now and uh, they had a good conversation over text and it was quite meaningful and, and I don't know how meaningful a text can be. But uh, he thought, well, look, let's invite her out. So they went out for dinner and it was blank. They, they hardly had any conversation over the dinner table and she felt very, very awkward. And uh, put the phones down. Well, interestingly, Mm. yeah. So they got back into their respective cars and uh, said, how was the date? And she said, 
absolutely awful. But as soon as I got back into the car, he started uh, texting me again, saying what a great night he had. So what's going on? Is it easier to hide behind texts? Do you do that, guys? Cover the keyboard. Yeah. Oh, look. I, don't, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't so much see it that way. I mean, this, this is... Look, we're, we're all transitional. We, we've come from a stage where yes. we didn't have uh, mobile phones. Uh, I remember once my, my daughter asked me, what's a fax machine? You know, so... so uh, <laughs> We've had to... Um, just the facts, Dad. Just, just the facts. Just the facts. So we've had to go... We, we come from a different time where um, we didn't have to deal with any of this, and so we, we can see it more objectively, whereas if you're younger, I guess, it's yes, it's part true. of your culture. You might be able to tell the difference. Uh, personally, I like the, the whole concept of, of dating all the filtering process in a, in a manageable way is far better than standing in a disco where you can't ah. hear each other, you can't see each other, and you're half pissed. Like that's a terrible place to be making um, sensible decisions and I deciding whether you liked it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it was. It's got many other things going for it, I guess, but but it's not a great the filtering process. <laughs> that's the problem. That's precisely the problem. So so I I kind of find uh, like my profile. I'm a raving lefty. Okay, uh, and and uh, I mentioned we've that been I'm, told this. Yeah, okay, and I mentioned that on my profile because if if I have to deal with some Somebody who is capitalistic, materialistic, right wing. We're going to last five minutes, it's, so may as well just get that one out Ladies of the way. Ladies out there, yeah. just. <laughs> just just get that out of the way. And, and as a consequence, the the people I'm in contact with, um, it, it's already filtered, and I'm having some really good conversations. Oh, okay. I was, that was going to be my next question. Do you talk about controversial subjects? I mean, you've just raised something, so you wouldn't you wouldn't even bother with someone that was far. Far right, anyway. No, no. no. I, look, I, I did actually uh, uh, date a woman who was very corporate a while ago. Mm. How did that work out for you? But she was wasn't necessarily right, was she? She was a right wing because you can have left wing corporates. She was right wing, a materialistic, capitalistic, and and look, we, we got on okay, but we kind of clashed a bit, and I'd I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd kind of rag surprise, her about it. Surprise! So, so then we went on a trip away together. Oh, um, okay. So you oh right. So he was impressed enough. Yeah. Oh no, we we, we went out for um, a number of months, and and it was kind of interesting. Um, but we went on this trip. Social together. experiment, right? So, so, well, social experiment, but mm. look, not every. <laughs> no, not, you were still attractive, is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, we're not. Single, um, single characteristic uh, identities. We, we, we're multifaceted. So, yes. so there are there are Good many point. facets of, yes. of her personality that I liked. Yes. Um, but there are some things which are kind of deal breakers. And so we went away on this trip together, and we ended up boarding the plane deliberately in separate seats. Got off that plane without saying a word. Never saw each other again. Okay, so. <laughs> I don't think you'd have troubles on a first date, though, would you? you? You're a good conversationalist and you manage to find conversations or tidbits that might stimulate conversation. Would I be right in saying that? Yeah, no, no, yeah. I've, I've been fine. It, it mightn't always – the conversation mightn't always go how you expect. And, and the thing about dating, if you're dating as a younger person – You've got different intentions. These days, uh, if I go on a first date and it's just good company, that'll do me fine. Yes. That's, I'm, I'm not after anything more. So there's no letdown, there's no expectations, um, and you can just have a, a, a good conversation with somebody who would, you wouldn't normally meet, and that's, that's always interesting. Are, are you physically drawn to people? Yes. Uh, so uh, it's always a combination between... Uh, primal, social, and some sort of evolved thought. Mm. <laughs> some sort of evolved thought. I like that. Yeah, and and I, like I, I think that's generally dating, though, isn't it? You hope people take take it like that. Anyway, yeah. yeah. Well, have uh, another drink. Exactly. 
If you, if you haven't struck up some sort of conversation, uh, you get out that there are um, mm. some connections. Well, you shouldn't be going on a first date, really, should you? Exactly. So, That's so very true. It, it's it should be a continuation of of where the conversation started, mm. whether that's, you know, texting each other or whatever. But it does take two, doesn't it? You yeah, say yeah. you may not want to be in the date, but the other party may, may get excited enough and, and want to be part of it. So that's always a challenge, isn't it? It's 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 a game. Yes. Especially if it's, the, it's a dance, isn't it? It is. It's especially at the beginning because, uh, you know, I might be keen on someone who's not as keen on me, but at the same time I might be going – on a date, I've been on a coffee and I've seen some live music with some other people who might be keen on me, but I'm not keen on them in that way. And so yeah, it's a bit of a juggling thing. Yes. And you're trying to be, um, you're trying to be as nice as you possibly can because Without you don't want people to get hurt. Exactly. And I don't want to get hurt. No. Um, so you've got to be reasonably open-minded to, uh, to all sorts of options of outcomes, which is easier when you're older than it is when it you're is. younger. It is. You can yeah. be more diplomatic and yeah. experiences help a lot. That's, that's, a, that's a wrap for today. But thank you, Kev. We'll see you again, hopefully. Will you come on again? Uh, if you want me to, yes. Great, lovely. Thanks, Kev. Are you asking me on a second date? I am. <laughs> I am. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Men Talking Frankly. Until next time.